Welcome to the Trivia Hot Dish Podcast. Like any good hot dish, it is a mishmash of whatever we can find. Occasionally cheesy, but always satisfying. The game consists of six themed rounds with a final wager round to cap it off. My name is Tom, and on today's episode, Jill is our host, with Chris and myself as contestants. Enjoy. All right, so we're going to start off with our round one warm-up round. And this round is a hodgepodge of questions, ending with our signature gimmick question. And each question is worth approximately 10 points, but there may be bonus points available. Okay, got it. All right, here we go. The wife of William Shakespeare shares a full name with this actress, who won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress in 2003. I will also give you two bonus points for the movie in which... She received her award. I'm locked in. I am also. I have Anne Hathaway and The Princess Diaries. All right. I have next question, please. <laughs> <laughs> what was the movie? <laughs> <laughs> please was the movie. Oh, next okay. question, next question the and then please. I see. All right. Uh, well, uh, Anne Hathaway is the correct answer. Uh, in 2013, means that Princess Diaries could not be the correct answer, and it's actually Tom's favorite movie, uh, lame is. <laughs> yeah. Good start. It's a good start, yeah. Don't worry, I'll, you'll get the music. You're good at music, right? Uh, sure. Pop music? Yeah. Okay, then I, you'll beat me there. That's <laughs> right, I always fall down. Tom's terrible yeah. at the sound round. Next question. In the list of top 20 most viewed TV broadcasts of all time, 19 out of 20 of them are held by Super Bowls. Number six is the finale of what TV show uh, which took place in 1983. You're really going to Chris's fortes here. Well, I don't know. He sent me pop culture and TV stuff, so I thought... <laughs> I might have it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm locked in. I'm locked in. All right. You I answered MASH. Well. Did you read my card? No. Yeah, I answered MASH as well. MASH is the correct answer. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to cover my card. I saw Chris look over my card. I looked over after I'd already answered MASH. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Full sure. disclosure. All right. Dude, was it all capitals, though? Yes, I capitalized every letter okay. of it <laughs> okay. for a bonus point. Okay. Mark it down. <laughs> Sorry, no bonus points for correct spelling unless I asked for Ten it. 12 points for me based on this correct spelling of IST. <laughs> he convinced me to spell it, and <laughs> I did, and I got it wrong. And <laughs> so Ken was able to steal the points. How did you spell IST wrong? I spelled it T E A. I would have done the same thing. Yeah, it's, I guess it's just a T. Like the rapper like iced tea? Like Mr. T. Oh, the rapper iced tea? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought like iced no, tea. No, 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 no. Okay, no, yeah. No, no. no, I would have got, yeah. yeah, got that right. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, this term originated in the 1600s when smugglers would hide their valuables in their boots while attempting to avoid the Coast Guard. I'm locked in. I have no idea what the answer to this question is, so I'm going to go with I'm locked in also. Okay. Um, bootlegging. <laughs> All right, uh, bootlegging is correct. Just so you know, I, I hide clues in the question. Okay. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes it's just a total red herring. <laughs> like a Bruce Willis movie. <laughs> that wasn't a clue, but that was a long, drawn out. Yeah. Do you so, know Sarah Jessica Parker's in a Bruce Willis movie? <laughs> You've never heard of the movie. Bonus points? <laughs> you, you, you can get the movie, you can get bonus points. Bruce Willis is in Sex in the City, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, it's from like 1994. No idea. Yeah, it was around where 20 questions. What movie was we it? We got stuck on, like, it's, she's in a Bruce Willis movie. We can figure this out. We just went into, like, every, I don't know. It was. I don't know. Something that no one's ever heard of. Yeah. All not, right, next question. I should have got bootlegging. Now I know. Now you know. Now I'll just power. This African country, whose capital is Rabat, was the first to recognize the United States as a country and thus has the longest unbroken treaty with the U.S. I think this is wrong. I'm locked in with the wrong answer. <laughs> I am also locked in with also the wrong answer. You want to start us off with your wrong answer? My wrong answer was Sudan. I put Morocco. Morocco is the correct answer. It is? I thought... Mor I thought I don't know what I thought the capital of Morocco was, but I'm like, it sounds like it might be Morocco. I swear I've heard of Rabat, but Morocco, but I'm like, it's not the capital. When I was originally writing the question, I tried to make it into a Casablanca movie, but or Casablanca question, but I didn't think that, that anyone tough. knew that Casablanca was in Morocco. I did, but that's, yeah. Kind of suspicious. I show up 
a little late. Tom knows all the answers yeah. to all the questions. Yeah. She went to the bathroom. I was uh, <laughs> a quick perusal. Okay, next question. Or, the Japanese practice of kintsugi is the practice of doing what with broken pottery based on the philosophy that there is beauty in broken things? I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I put making a mosaic. All right. I was much more general than that, and I just <laughs> put the word art. Art. <laughs> art with broken pottery. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, neither of you are correct. Kintsugi, they put the pieces of pottery back together using gold or silver lacquer. And so you can see the seams from where the pottery was put back together. Okay. I thought about putting it back together, but I thought, like, that doesn't seem to make sense. As far as just, like, an answer of, like, put it back together. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you would have had to be specific in terms of gold or silver because the point is the outlines of where it broke. Okay. Okay. Or Um, technically in form of art. (laughs) Yes, it is a form of art. You could have asked for more specific. Do you want to just answer Earth? Do you want to challenge? Declare a mistrial. (laughs) Yeah. Coach's challenge. Where's my red flag? Um, Well, uh, after a quick booth review, your challenge has been overruled. Was it? Did it stand? Like there wasn't enough evidence to overturn the call on the field, or was it confirmed? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Final question of the round. Our gimmick question. Hillary R. Peterson is supposedly this character's real name in Cheers. Sorry. Our gimmick question is always Cheers. This season. Right. Okay. Next season, it's either Designing Women or Murphy Brown. Murphy Brown, definitely. You're going to vote for Murphy Brown? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's good because Ken and I decided that Murphy Brown was kind of where we're going, and then Ken announced that we were going to have Designing Women as one of the options. I'm like, we never discussed this. <laughs> okay. Uh, so in the show Cheers... Hillary R. Peterson is supposedly this character's real name. And I will give you two bonus points if you can tell me what the R stands for. Can you get bonus points without answering the actual question correctly? Yes. Yes. Okay. You're just going for the bonus. (laughs) I'm locked in. I'm locked in. All right. So Tom never thought to mention to me that there would be questions about cheers (laughs) in every single episode of the show. So I didn't study up, but I just... Took a stab at an R name and picked Rachel. I, I didn't go for the middle name. I just guessed Woody. All right. Uh, the correct answer is Norm. Oh. And the R stands for resourceful. Wow. That's okay. I believe you. I'm going to fact check that after I leave, but <laughs> take your word for it. All right. So after the first round, uh, Tom has 40 points and Chris has 10. Round two is a new round that we're trying out. And it's our sabotage round. In this round, each contestant will take turns going first, and each question is worth approximately 10 points. However, if both contestants provide the correct answer, no points will be awarded. On the other hand, if the first contestant is able to convince the other contestant to second his wrong answer, the first contestant will get 20 points, and the second person will get zero. Okay. So, the full moon in the month of November is known as the blank moon, named by the Algonquin tribe for this animal, as it indicated that it was time to set traps before the swamps froze, and has nothing to do with Canada. I have no idea. I'm going to go with the beaver moon. Beaver moon is correct. That's a good answer. I had no clue. So, what you would do in that case would be to say something wrong confidently right. to yeah. see if you can trick Yeah, have some confidence. Right. Then. Yeah. So bear. <laughs> then I get it wrong. Or I guess bear too, and then I lose, or you get 20 points. Because I figured it would go of one of, you know, if you were thinking about Canada animals, it would yeah. be moose or beaver. Yeah. It'd be, who traps a moose? Get <laughs> 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 a moose in the trap. Let's get the whole tribe together now. <laughs> well, who traps bear? I mean, there are people that trap bear, yeah. I know that, but... I don't know. I'm sure you can eat moose. Hey, you can eat moose, you can eat bear. It's not very good. <laughs> yeah. Unless you feed it gummy bears. That's what they do, they feed them gummy bears. Do they? Yeah. Before they hunt them. Hmm. Sweetens up the meat. Otherwise, it tastes like trash, usually. Because hmm. they eat trash. They'll feed them donuts and stuff, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, donuts. and I just always thought gummy bears is very ironic that <laughs> yeah. you're feeding a bear gummy bears. That is ironic, actually. Yeah. 
I don't remember what we used when I went to set the bear traps when I was on vacation in Canada. <laughs> it was a very strange vacation. Children that go out to set the bear traps is what they use. <laughs> That might have been your parents trying to convince yeah. you you were on vacation. Yeah. And... Yeah. They sent you to a forced labor camp that uh, was going to get you killed, but you ran too fast. We actually have a vacation coming up. We're taking our daughter to the grocery store for vacation. <laughs> Just she's put her she's really excited about it. We've out. been telling oh. her about it for months. <laughs> she's been to the grocery She's never been to the grocery store? Well, she's been. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You're just going to take her to a different We're gonna grocery take her store? To a different like grocery a Lund's? Store. Yeah. A fancy grocery store. Take her to Hy-Vee. Hey, no, 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 no. She's not young, not old enough. Yeah, I mean, really? Hy-Vee is an experience. You, you want to remember that. Like, too young, you don't just take the kid there because then they'll never remember it. Yeah. All right, this episode sponsored by Hy-Vee. Yeah. Okay, uh, next question. This band was named after a giant steam-powered dildo mentioned in William Burroughs' Naked Lunch. Their biggest hit, which reached Billboard number 4 in 1974, was Ricky, Don't Lose That Number. Steely Dan. I agree with Steely Dan on that one. Steely Dan is correct. Damn it! What was it named after? A giant dildo. A and giant steam-powered dildo? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I liked that question. I thought it was funny. I'll bring it up at work tomorrow. <laughs> See if people know. All right, next question. This nursery rhyme was used to demonstrate Edison's invention, the phonograph, which was a way to record sound. Mary had a little lamb. Oh, I think it is Mary had a little lamb. Yeah, I'm going to say Mary had a little lamb. Mary Had a Little Lamb is not incorrect. No. <laughs> not incorrect. Yeah. It had to be either that or Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. I was thinking Ring Around the Rosie for some reason, but I, I don't know why. All right, next question. In the movie Dirty Dancing, <sighs> what was Baby's actual first name? In the movie, she claims she was named for the first female member in the cabinet. Dorothy. Mary. Neither of you are correct. <laughs> I just didn't think it was Dorothy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the correct answer is Francis. Oh, Francis. yeah. I knew that for some reason. Why? I think I've mentioned it oh, before. Okay. Next question. The soda 7-Up once contained this element known for its mood-stabilizing properties and may have contributed to the name since, since 7 is its atomic mass. It's also the name of a Nirvana song. Lithium. <laughs> That's what I was gonna guess. I'm not. Yeah, I'm I gonna have go a hard time believing that was in Seven Up at one point. But yeah, that's probably. Be the answer <laughs> based on. I'm gonna go with Lithium as well. I didn't know if that's a Nirvana song, but. Uh, lithium is correct. Okay. Yeah, kind of like how Coca Cola had cocaine. Seven Up had Lithium. The what was the clue about the weight? Oh, seven is the atomic mass. The atomic mass. Yeah, that that's was, how you knew it. That was what seven. <laughs> yeah, up yeah. Versus the Nirvana song piece. Yeah. yeah. That's because you have a tattoo of the periodic table mm-hmm. on your back shoulder, right? You look My at, lower back. You look at it in the mirror every day. I have a tram stamp of the <laughs> yeah. periodic table. Yeah. <laughs> like what is it like? Like well, that's gonna be annoying because you have to size, keep adding or, uh, to it every yeah. couple of years. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of a pain. It like goes too far to the right side now because I've had to add so many of these new elements I keep coming up with. All right, uh, final question of the sabotage round: People with this physical characteristic are both more sensitive to pain and more resistant to certain types of anesthesia. Hemophiliacs. Don't think that's the correct answer, because you didn't seem very confident in your answer. Maybe that was a ploy to get you to... Maybe it was. Diabetics. The correct answer is having red hair. Wow. Weirdos. (laughs) That explains a lot, actually. (laughs) What? That is weird. Yeah. More likely to be resistant to anesthesia. Mm-hmm. So they have to use more. Wow. So, you know, redheads out there, make sure you tell your doctor. <laughs> I don't think most redheads have to tell their doctor. Highlight of my night so far is landing lithium, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Round three. Just because you're periodic. Because you've been studying the periodic table. <laughs> round three. Take me out to the ball game. In front of me... I have a list 
of the most Billboard Top 10 albums uh, per artist through October 2015. Each correct guess is worth 10 points, and each contestant will get three strikes until everyone is out or the list is completed. No strikes are given until someone has made a correct guess. So, to clarify, this is the artist with the most Billboard Top 10 albums? Yes. Okay, so we're going for artists. Yes. Okay. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is incorrect. The Beatles. The Beatles are correct. All right, so Chris, you have one strike since Tom got a correct answer in that round. Do I go for longevity or do I... Well, obviously don't go for Michael Jackson, which I would have thought would have been... Yeah, I would have thought that too. But I guess, you know what? He didn't release all that many albums. That's true. I think that's where a big part of it is. Because it's weird because it's not songs, it's albums. Like if it was songs, I'm pretty sure he's right up there. Right. Albums. U2? U2 is not correct. Let's see. Who has a lot of albums? Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones is correct. Uh, Rolling Stones is actually number one on the list. Ooh. Beatles and the Rolling Stones. Eminem. It is rock. Oh, this is rock only? It's billboard. But oh, then maybe, yeah. Uh, it's not just rock. Maybe it's not just rock. All genres of music? Yeah. Yes. Should I guess again? You can guess again if you want. I don't think Kevin <laughs> was right. <laughs> He's had like six or seven albums. Is that not enough to Do you make have the number top of albums for any of these? I mean, I can look it up real quick. Yeah, give us like... Like, I think it's like 12 or something. 12 or more? Yeah, I mean, you're talking people with a lot of albums. Wow. So I'm going to have six or seven. <laughs> yeah. How many albums did the Beatles have? They had, well, it, I think it depends, too, if you count the greatest hits and all that. Okay. I think that's one thing you got to look at, too, is do they have a greatest hits album? Like, I think if they don't have a greatest hits album, then you take them off your list. Wow. U2 releases an album like every three months, so I thought for sure, because yeah. I have like every one of them on my iPhone that I don't yeah, want, just and I can't figure out how to delete them. Again, yeah. Well, when you delete them, you they go away, but then you get a new phone and they come back, and yeah. Uh, the Rolling Stones has 36. Um, the 36. last on my list has 18. I didn't realize any bands had released that many albums. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, 36 is a lot. So after the Rolling Stones, the next one has 33. Metallica? Mm, maybe. Uh, Metallica is incorrect. Ugh. Um, let's see. Led Zeppelin. Oh, good guess. Led Zeppelin is incorrect. Yeah, I don't think oh. they have that many albums. Uh, so now Tom gets to keep guessing? Yeah, I'll probably guess my way right out. Uh, the Who. Uh, the Who is incorrect. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash is incorrect. <sighs> That was quickly out. <laughs> wow. So, I gotta hear this uh, list. Number one is Rolling Stones. Number two, Barbara Streisand. Number three, The Beatles. Four, which is why I picked this list because it's incredibly ridiculous, are the Kids Bop Kids that make the Kids Bop versions of songs because <laughs> mm. they've had like 40 versions. So those are different versions? Well, they're like kids singing them. Oh, I've never listened to them. I just buy them off the TV, and then they would go out and sit on a shelf. <laughs> <laughs> um, Collector's item. You can't take them out of the plastic wrap. They, they lose value. Oh, sure. I'm yeah. sure they're really, very yeah. valuable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number five is Bob Dylan. <sighs> <laughs> number six, Madonna. I was like, there's no way Madonna Bob Dylan. was yeah. one, I should have guessed. Yeah, Madonna is, yeah. She she does release, like, one, like, every two years. Yeah. No one listens. Well, somebody listens to it, but. Yeah. Uh, number seven is George Strait. And then the last three are tied. Uh, Neil Diamond, Elton John, and Bruce Springsteen. Elton John crossed my mind, too, but I didn't think he had that many albums. Elton John. Round four. Throwing away my shot. This round has 15 questions. Each question is read, and then contestants get a chance to answer the question in sequential order, alternating on each question. But answers cannot repeat. Each contestant has provided two or three topics prior to recording where they feel they will dominate their opponents. However, the contestants will go last on the questions in their forte. 
Each question is worth 10 points, with an extra 5 points if the correct answer is guessed by the expert. While The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. (laughs) (laughs) I remember now. I remember now. Have spawned several marriages. Their two sister shows have been slightly more successful. These shows feature former contestants living in a mansion. In one show, the location is in a tropical island. So name both of these uh, other shows. Both of the shows? Both of the shows. I'm pretty sure I I think Bachelor in Paradise, and I'm going to go with Bachelorette in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise and Bachelor Pad. Damn Chris, it. you are correct. I love that I went with Bachelor Bachelorette for one of my expert topics. Yeah, I'm not going to get any of these. <laughs> what did I so do I get for 15 expert? points for that? Yeah. yeah. What were my topics? Oh, <laughs> I, um, what are the odds I'm going to know any of Tom's topics? What Irish history or something? I don't know. Like I said, I like to sabotage Tom whenever possible. Yeah, it's true. So uh, it's fun for me. But keep in mind, if you're sabotaging him on one of his expert topics, what are the odds that I will know the answer to that? Yeah, she might go. She goes way off topic, and then yeah. yeah. It's, it's, so sometimes I'll go way unless off. Unless she topic. turns one of your topics into like a bachelor bachelorette yeah. question somehow loosely, like <laughs> this um, episode of The Bachelor, what Irish author is referenced? All right. Well, this question is a little bit like that. Yeah. Oh, so great. I'm sorry, Tom. Uh, so. Hunter S. Thompson is the founder of this type of journalism that shares a name with a Muppet that Kermit once described as a little like a turkey. A Muppet that Kermit once described as a little like a turkey. Yes. So it's the name of a Muppet that Kermit once described as a little like a turkey. Miss Piggy. Gonzo. Gonzo is correct. Was well, your expert topic Muppets or Hunter S. Hunter Thompson? Thompson. <laughs> no, it was, it was Muppets because I know you know everything about Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> You're surrounded by Hunter S. Thompson posters, actually. I'm surrounded by Muppet stuff, too, yeah, though. That's true. You should really redecorate this place. Yeah. <laughs> Those are collectibles. Just Muppets and kids' bops everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't open it. Unwrapped kids' box. <laughs> <laughs> They're worth good money. <laughs> At least $5. Yeah. Hey. All right. Quit making fun of my yeah. fake collecting habit. All right. Next question. At the end of the 2013 NBA season, Kevin Durant became an <sighs> internet meme after giving a speech telling his mom that she was what? Hmm. You know what the answer is. Don't you? No. Oh, I have zero clue, though. Giving a speech telling his mom that she was his well, hero. No, no, no. Oh. Uh, yeah, I go first on this one. Oh. I'm going to say awesome. I think Chris has a better one. His hero. Uh, neither of you are correct. Oh. The correct answer is the real MVP. Oh. I do remember that now. Was Kevin Durant one of your topics or basketball? Basketball in general. You're not like Cannon Choose Jason Kidd. Very, 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 very specific. <laughs> uh, next question. So no points for anyone on that one? No points. Uh, right. Horatio Nelson, who is key to defending Britain against Napoleon's navy, was given a dukedom in Italy for his service. The title, Duke of Blank, is also the last name of English authors from the 1800s. And I want to uh, emphasize that I said authors, plural, not singular. Looking at Tom right now, and he doesn't know the answer <laughs> yeah, to this question. Yeah, I'm conf- yeah, I remember it's a long time ago. English authors from the 1800s, plural? Mm-hmm. It shares a last name. Or what? It- well, so it's the title, right? So, yeah. like, Prince William is the Duke of Cambridge. Yeah. So it would be the... Cambridge that I'm looking for. Yeah, but the when you say the authors... Right, but that's their last name. That's their last name. Okay, yeah. I couldn't even venture a guess at the answer to this question, to be honest with you. I have a guess, but I don't... You go for it. I'm going to go Bronte. Bronte is correct. Yes. Wow. Not based on my knowledge of Ratio Nelson. <laughs> the fact that it's multiple authors sharing the same last yeah, name. Yeah, that was the only thing I had going for me. Okay, another basketball question. Or Muppets? Bachelorette. Yeah. (laughs) My three topics were Bachelor, Bachelorette, 
and Bachelor in Paradise. Save a Bachelor fan for next time? Yes. Yeah. All right. Next question. Season three of The Bachelor featured Andrew, who is the great-grandson of the founder of what tire and rubber company? That was long before I started watching The Bachelor, <laughs> Bachelorette. I go first I'm sorry you weren't specific. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't want to guess yet. I'm going to go with... I, wanted, I was going to say Juan Carlos, because that's the only... Uh, but it's... Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Goodyear. All right. That's what I was also going to go with. So <laughs> I'm going to go with Michelin. The correct answer is Firestone. Firestone. Not a real person. Oh. <laughs> His name is actually Andrew Firestone. Next question. Not Andrew Yokohama. <laughs> Firestone. <sighs> okay. Hunter S. Thompson's most famous work was Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, which was directed by Terry Gilliam, best known for being a member of this sketch comedy troupe. Well, I definitely have a lot of sketch comedy troops to choose from that just come to the top of my mind here. Um... <laughs> <laughs> sketch comedy troupe. The Three Stooges. Oh, finally, yeah, it's uh, Monty Python. I couldn't think of it for ages. <laughs> Monty Python is correct. I was going through their movies and... You were like, something, something yeah. in the Holy Grail. Like I thought that I was like, going to get like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas as an answer potentially to yeah. something because that <laughs> like, was the only... Yeah, I was Hunter. like, if it's Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. <laughs> that was the only Hunter S. Thompson answer that I would correctly you know, have. You know Benicio Del Toro? Or no, it's uh, it's not... What's the other Benicio? Um, you think I know. I don't know. What's his name? The guy who played... Uh, I'll get back to you on it. <laughs> well, clearly you don't know it, so... Next question. Prior to joining the NBA, this player, who is the only player to score over 100 points in a single game and is widely considered one of the greatest players in NBA history, was a member of the Harlem Globetrotters. Well, it's one of two people. <laughs> That's correct. I, I, it is one of two people. I don't, I don't know any. Well, See, Tom knows like we're gonna five give, we're gonna basketball give you that. players. Yeah, there's only two basketball players, I know. <laughs> Did he have sex with lots of women, or did he become a Muslim? <laughs> Just, if you could clue me in on one of those two questions. Or both. Ooh, then I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go with Will Chamberlain. That's the correct answer. <laughs> I was so going to go with Will Chamberlain first. <laughs> Will Chamberlain is the correct answer. Oh, so we had a steal on that question. Thinking of playing to one of the two basketball players I know. Yes. Well, it's one of the two that I know, so... <laughs> Next question. Captain Crunch was named... <laughs> this is <just> my question? <laughs> <laughs> Captain Crunch was named after Horatio Nelson. His middle name is another famous captain who was the first to circumnavigate the Earth. Captain who was the first to circumnavigate the Earth... I know that this is wrong because I know that this was way too early for someone to probably have circumnavigated the earth, but I'm going to go with Magellan. <laughs> if first or last name? I just need the name... Of the person that, who circumnavigated the earth? I need Captain Crunch's middle name, who was the first to circumnavigate the earth. I'm pretty sure it's Magellan. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go with Ferdinand. Uh, well, Ferdinand Magellan is correct. But Magellan, damn it, is correct. Is more well, correct. I thought that was way off. <laughs> <laughs> is this a Dr. Scholl's commercial? Magellan. I was trying to think about. I what I did that think been about. The worst so here's what I know yeah. about the sailing: is I thought Magellan was way before Christopher Columbus. Am I incorrect in that assumption? Uh, I don't think it's way before, but probably like then 50 my mindset years. Was thinking, well, no, no, because even... Magellan came after Columbus. Right. Yeah. But like, oh, because my thought yeah. was that They're Magellan was way before. About 50 years. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. And then too I was like, how could Columbus. someone have circumnavigated yeah. prior to Columbus, Columbus discovering yeah. America? But I think I'll it's it. incorrect that for, that Christopher Columbus thought that. The Earth was flat. Like I think that yeah. part yeah. of the myth is incorrect. Just that he he miscalculated how far he would have to go. Yeah, was the issue. Everyone's like, "You're crazy," and he's like, 
no, because he thought he was going to go to India, and they're like, if to get to India, you need like four times as much food as you're bringing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, we've calculated this, we know how long it is around, and based on like how far we got to go east to get there, if you want to go west, it's going to take you like four months, and you got two months worth of food. Yeah. Okay. Everyone knows that it's Captain Magellan Crunch, too. I mean, other, other than that. It's true. Horatio Magellan Crunch. Horatio Magellan Crunch. Horatio Magellan Crunch, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Tom gave me Horatio Nelson, and I definitely made that question not about Horatio Nelson. It's also Dr. Horatio Magellan Scholes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. Season 12 of The Bachelor resulted in Jojo Fletcher getting engaged to the brother of what NFL quarterback? I almost said Brett Favre, but it's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely Aaron Rodgers. All right. Yeah, it's uh, Bonus Aaron Bonus point Rogers. for knowing his first name. <laughs> no bonus points. Of the brother. Jeff. Jordan Rodgers. <laughs> that was close. <laughs> Final question of the round. After his death in 2005, Hunter S. Thompson had a strange request for his ashes, which was what? Which would be more appropriate for a circus? Would be more appropriate for a circus to be put on display. <laughs> to be shot out of a cannon. That is correct. <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> That's my expert question. Well, I know that, but it's so weird. So, after the mid-round... Tom has 150, and Chris has 35. Ooh. Okay. Our next round is, hey, Mr. DJ. In this round, I'm going to play a small part of a song, and you will guess the song title and the artist. You will get five points for each correct answer. freaking clue you look like you know this <laughs> and these are presidential campaign songs you said uh no damn it um they're even... songs that i know <laughs> did chris send you a playlist <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> uh i can't be sure I'm locked in. I'm really bad with song, like the name of the song. (laughs) Like I could literally probably sing the song before I would know what the name of the song is. I'm really bad with songs, like knowing anything about it. (laughs) Artist. Year. All right. So, uh, Tom, do you want to start since Uh, you have no idea? I I went with Adele. That's all I went with. (laughs) You didn't put a name? Just pick one. Anyone. Just humorous. Adele's song. <laughs> uh, so I'm pretty confident that the artist is Evanescence. And I was running through the lyrics in my mind, and I have no idea what the song title is, but one of the lyrics was something about nothing I become, and I went with that for the song title. Uh, well, Evanescence is correct. The song title is Bring Me to Life. Bring Me to Life. I would have never gotten that. So that's five for Chris. And zero for Tom. Zero for Tom. So we're doing seven songs? Yes. seasons pass to our local amusement park the year that this song came out and it was literally on every tv and every waiting line i heard it probably a million times who was the artist in the name of that song that was uh... (laughs) would you like me to play it again i don't know if it's gonna help what year was the season pass that you held (laughs) I crossed out my first one. She hasn't had a season pass in a while, so... I mean, it's still... She's been going to work. She's been sneaking down to Valley Fair. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it came up this year. Uh, I'm locked in with everything I will have. (laughs) Oh, 
I'm I'm gonna take a stab at the artist. I, I just took a stab at the artist. Yeah, that's all I did. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Well, my first guess, which is not what I went with, I put Daughtry down. Okay. But once you said that you had a season pass to an amusement park, then I crossed that out because I think Daughtry's newer. <laughs> I have no idea. So I put Faith Hill. All right. No song title? No. <laughs> I put Matchbox 20 as the artist, but I didn't put a song title. I thought it seemed country. Uh, well, Matchbox 20... Is correct. Kay. What? <laughs> the song title is Unwell. Unwell. I don't know how I got that right, to be honest with you. I <laughs> took a total stab in the dark. At least you got the right genre. <laughs> <laughs> Faith I think Amanda needs to come back for my sound rounds. She did not like my sound round. <laughs> she did not do well in my sound round. My sound round was... You guys should let me do a sound round coming up. Oh, you can do a sound round. You're just going to come in as a guest just for the sound round. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have a guess. On that. I'm, I'm locked in with my guess-ish. Okay, <laughs> I went with fun. And the name of the song is that fun song. <laughs> All right. Chris, do you have a guess? Fun and... <laughs> I don't really, I really don't have a guess. Uh, well, the song I think fun is... Might be right, though. Uh, hey There, Delilah by yeah. the Plain White Tees. Plain White Tees. I've never heard of that band. <laughs> I've, I've heard the song. I know the name, yeah. The Plain White Tees. I thought you were right with fun on that one. It sounds like a... Pro-Trump Facebook group, the pro-white, uh, what? Can we get some fun? <laughs> uh, well, they're not on my list okay. of songs, so I'm sorry. That's what she says. Might be it. Next four terms, songs are yeah. all fun songs. All fun. Should I go first? You can go first, yes. Uh, I might not be right on the artist. Which is really bad because I could probably sing that whole song. <laughs> I went with Flo Rida, Boots with the Fur. Okay, I went with Ludacris and Thong Song. I'm pretty sure it's not the Thong Song, but. Uh, well, Chris is correct. It is Flo Rida, and it is the song that has Boots with the Fur in it. Oh. But the song title Technicalities. is. Technicalities. <laughs> These are worth 50 points each, you said? Okay. Do you have, like, one final question that's worth, like, a thousand points that just Last basically question. eliminates, no, like, the remainder of all the other competition? It's a, a three-question wager round. You can wager up to 50 points. Okay. And if you're questioning, yes, you can go negative. Ken has. <laughs> right. Ken got to negative 50. Yeah. Okay. Ken also lost by two points So the worst Saturday. score ever is negative 50, so yeah. that's my barometer tonight? Okay, yeah. perfect. Uh, okay. You're asking if uh, these songs are quintessential 90s and 2000s songs, you would be correct. <laughs> That should have been like a bonus. Bonus point for naming the amusement park that you heard all of these things <laughs> for the first time. Um, I don't know. Can you name a amusement park in Charlotte, North Carolina? Six Flags. <laughs> that is incorrect. Oh, it was worth a shot. What's wrong with songs nowadays where they don't just like repeat the name of the song constantly in the song? <laughs> um, I think I probably got both of these wrong, but you, you can go first, Tom. <laughs> I went with Sugar Ray and Every Morning. You're probably right. I went with Bare Naked Ladies, but I didn't have a song title, but I think I'm wrong. Tom, <laughs> you are correct. Both? Well, both. Whoa. Oh. I almost put the pontoon song down. Because <laughs> that's what I thought it was at first. <laughs> and I heard like one more like 
refrain and then I was like, I no, it is Sugar not Ray. the pontoon song. In my defense, I hate Sugar Ray, so... I don't like Sugar Ray either, but it did play constantly in the 90s. I'm locked in. What you... I'm just trying to see what you wrote. Listen here, you'll see once I announce it. Jeez. <laughs> oh, you need to hear it again? No. Do you have it or <laughs> probably not? <laughs> you have this look on your face that either you got it or you just had a mild stroke. <laughs> we'll go with door door number two. <laughs> I went with the black keys. <laughs> I went with, don't hate my keys because they black. <laughs> <laughs> Their second most famous song. <laughs> I went with Modest Mouse and Float On. Uh, well, neither of you are correct. Uh, uh, the correct answer is London Calling by The Clash. That's why I so thought it was like a Clash song. <laughs> but I would have probably gone with Ramones or um, what's the other, uh, the Sex Pistols probably is what I would have guessed. I knew, you know what? It's Guitar Hero. I'm like, I played this song in Guitar Hero. <laughs> Alright, and uh, final question of the sound round. I'm locked in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Blow your way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure... I'm not going to get this one right. Okay, I joined the club. I have Alanis Morissette. <laughs> oh, damn it. With no song title. I put Sarah McLaughlin. That puppy song. <laughs> well, neither of you are correct. <laughs> oh. We're close? Uh, kind of. It, the correct answer is Natasha Bedingfield oh. and Unwritten. I hate her. I hate her. I think that was her only song. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have accepted Natasha Bedingfield, her only song? <laughs> At this uh, point, well, you would have gotten about five points for that, so. After round five, Tom with 160 and Chris with. 50. Right? Was uh, that all the songs? Yep. So that was 15. Yep. Yeah. I didn't know if that was all the songs. Man. All right. So there are a lot of points available. Well, Ken was supposed to man up and actually play proper. Ken's like a big Natasha Bedingfield fan, too. So that would have just been like unfair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You would have nailed every every one of them. <laughs> Alright, so there are quite a few points available. He knows her six. other songs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so round six is the final countdown. I have compiled uh, five top <laughs> ten lists. Try to put them all out to crappy songs. Um, and Everybody I will... booed me when I named them. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I will give you... Hey, did I tell... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> each of the list topics, and you will guess one of the top ten. The trick is that you will get points equal to three times the list ranking, meaning 30 points for the number ten answer and three points for the number one answer. Let's do it. But you get zero points for number 11, so be careful. I'm ready. All right. List one, the most expensive housing markets worldwide. Mm. Oh, and just to give you a clue, Chris, how these lists work is they're found on some random website, and <laughs> if you want in-depth information about how it came about, we don't offer that. <laughs> Worldwide. I'm locked in. I am also. Um... 
I figured some of the Asian countries probably have the most expensive, so I went with uh, New York City. All right. I went with the San Francisco Bay Area. Ooh. All right. Well, number one is Hong Kong. Yeah, I figured it would be. Number two, Sydney. Yeah. Number three, Vancouver. Huh. Number four, Auckland. New Zealand. Uh, (laughs) Number five. That was Auckland. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were talking about Auckland, Iowa. (laughs) No, it's... All right, number five. It's number 11. Uh, I feel like the way that she's like San Jose, up to this California. Is that we did really well. San Jose. That's the Bay Area. Yeah. Uh, number six, Melbourne, Australia. Okay. Number eight, Los Angeles, California. Number nine, San Francisco, so California. Much. Number 10, Bournemouth, Dorset, oh, in the yeah. UK. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why she was so happy because you got it wrong and I got it right. Yeah, so that's twenty-seven. Plus I hit San, San, I hit San Jose and San Francisco <laughs> no, you for double get, points. You don't get double points. <laughs> All right, uh, so Chris, you get twenty-seven points yeah. for that round, and Tom gets zero. Technically, you should have made him clarify and pushed him into San Jose. <laughs> I said San Francisco. Oh, San, San Jose the, is the Bay Area. Yeah. Yeah. You let him cheat. Yeah. San Francisco proper. But he said San Francisco, which is number nine. He said rice aroni. I did say rice aroni. List <laughs> <laughs> number two. We would have also accepted Full House. With <laughs> <laughs> Full House or just Full House? Just full. <laughs> List number two. Monk. The TV show is set in San Francisco. <laughs> Wasn't there a trivia answer about the San Francisco Giants that we just butchered at trivia night in uh, Maple Grove? Like about their mascot or something like that. Oh like every, yeah! Like everyone else in the bar knew the answer to the mascot. Was that so funky chicken? Yeah, is that San? Or I, I think the I thought it was that San Francisco. I, I yeah. like I was adamant that yeah. it was San Francisco because I was there, like the yeah. only reason I was there was to answer like two random sports yeah. questions. Yeah. Well, you said that. Because um, I think it was which California pod- baseball team has yeah. like the f- chicken or whatever. And you're like the Padres has the pedophile priest, so it's not them. And, uh, <laughs> Are you ready for list number yeah. two? No, but go on. States by the percent of the population using public transit. Oh, it's got to be Minnesota, but <laughs> I have a feeling that like South Carolina is going to be number ten on this list or something. I'm locked in. It's touch and go. <laughs> It is South Carolina. I'm going to go with one because I'm trying to get as high to 10 as possible. And it's probably going to be way like off the list. 33. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Illinois. I went with Delaware. Because Biden's from Delaware and he took the train to work. <laughs> I think he's from Delaware. <laughs> I think he was the senator of Delaware. Just got one part of it right. <laughs> Uh, so, number one is New York. Number two is New Jersey, probably because of the number of people commuting to New York. Well, because they can't use the George Washington Bridge because Chris Christie closed it down. Hey, don't talk bad about Chris Christie. He's not going to be president. <laughs> you and your wife won't I want share to a name to say with the president. I and Christie like the president. <laughs> How cool would that have been? <laughs> it would have been pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, okay. Now I gotta say, Chris and Christie like the, but Christie like the ex governor of New Jersey. Like Christie would have gotten pissed off when you told everybody that you only married her so that you could sound like the president. (laughs) Can I move on now? Mm, Sure. Okay. Uh, Number three is Massachusetts. Number four is Illinois. Oh. Number five, Maryland. Number six, Hawaii, which I was really surprised by. We could take boats. Public transit boats? Sure. I suppose. Uh, Number seven, Washington. Number eight, Pennsylvania. Number nine, California. Number ten is Delaware. Number ten is Connecticut. Damn it! I I was going to go with Maryland. I suppose the the Chicago. Yeah. Chicago just like... It is most of the state. Throws off. So what do I get, 12? Yeah. 12 points. Comeback kid. 
<laughs> Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> that only counts when you say it at the same time. No, I'm jinxing him. I'm just trying to jinx him. Oh, sure. Okay. All right. Number three. The most common street names in the United States, uh, not including uh, numbers. Oh, I was going to go with the 10th. <laughs> Street. <laughs> I'm locked in. I'm locked in also. I went with Euclid. Alright. I went with Elm Street. Damn it. All right. Trying to give Tom nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, number one is Park. Really? Number two is Maine. Maine would be number one. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. Number three is Oak. Number four is pine. Son of a bitch. Number five is maple. Oh, it's got to be coming, right? I mean, how many trees? And then it just skips to yeah. Elm is like 11. Cypress. Uh, ficus. Yeah. Um, number six is cedar. Oh, my God. Number seven is elm. Oh. Eight is view. Nine, Washington. Street. I've never, I've, I don't think I've ever Has been Main on Has Main Street a, been on the list yet? Was it's number two. two. Oh, yeah. it's number two. Yeah. I've never been on a View Street. Yeah. Uh, number nine was Washington. And number ten is Euclid. Uh, number ten is the Lake. Every town has a Euclid Street. Euclidean geometry is how you make proper towns. Mm. Well, that was number seven. Yes, that is correct. Jeez. It would have been great if Elm was not, after it goes through all these trees, <laughs> every tree. and Elm was not on there. All right, list number four. Chrysanthemum Street. And then <laughs> Rose. Aberbite, yeah, and Daisy. Yeah. List number four are the best hospitals overall, according to U.S. News and World Report. Are we talking specific hospital locations, or could it potentially be like a chain of hospitals regionally in an area? So if you, if I need more information, I'll ask for it. Okay. Like, so if I said like Hardee's and the answer is Carl's Jr., <laughs> then you would be wrong. <laughs> Are you answering So Hardee's? if you said, if you said I'm just kidding, I'm University of Minnesota and I needed Minnesota Rochester... Okay. I would Did I say locked in? Ask for more information. <laughs> okay. I'm locked in. There's a University of Minnesota in Rochester? No, I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> but I would suggest being less specific and make me work for it. What's that Beverly Hills plastic surgery show? I'm locked in. I'm locked in, yeah. Alright. I went with Cedars sinai Okay. Chris? God, I went, I went so vague that it might just be a problem. I went with Kaiser Permanente. Ooh, I think that that's a system, yeah. That's like a system But I think it's also hospitals. a hospital. All right. Well, uh... <laughs> oh, I guess neither of us got it. Uh, well, number one is the Mayo Clinic, well, Minnesota. Yeah, I could have got three points that. Who wants three points? Mayo. Yeah. I'll just pass up on three. Cedar Sinai yeah. was a good one, I thought. Number two yeah, is the Cleveland Clinic. Mm. So you might have it with Kaiser. Three, Johns Hopkins. Heard of it. That would have been a good one. Four, Massachusetts General. Isn't that a soap? No. Isn't that like a That's soap General opera? Hospital, yeah. but I don't think it's based. Yeah. Is General Hospital on the list? No, it's not. Days of, Days of Our Lives Clinic? No, I'm sorry. Uh, number five, uh, UCF, UCSF Med Center. Number six, University of Michigan Hospitals. Number seven, Ronald Reagan, UCLA. Number eight, New York Presbyterian. Number nine, Stanford Health. And number ten, the hospitals of UPenn. Ooh. So neither of you got points. Should have got one mail. Are we confirming that Kaiser Permanente is not one of the California ones that you mentioned? It's not in the Kaiser it's Permanente not part of system. system. Should have just went with Mayo and got my three points. All right, list number five: uh, NFL coaches by wins all time. Hmm. There's a lot of oldies but goodies out there. Yeah, like people who've just been around for a long time. 
are there any asterisks next to this, like deflation or signals? <laughs> Uh, that was not considered. Oh, okay. I'm locked in. I don't want to be such a homer. <laughs> you can't go with the Viking. I don't think Leslie Frazier is on that. <laughs> and I'm assuming this is as head coach. Yes. Yeah. It's like Norv Turner would probably not be a good guess. I can From neither Cheers? confirm what? nor deny. From Cheers? Isn't it Norv Turner? Is he... He's, Offensive coordinator of the Packers or defensive? Uh, he was. I don't know if he still is. But didn't he like he had like he like, became a head coach like three times and just utterly fell flat on his face yeah. and then just came back. I feel back. like he was well, the he head coach in like San Diego year. for yeah, a really long he time. He was. I changed my answer. Did not return because initially I was going with Bud Grant. I hope I don't regret this decision because I had no idea how many wins he had. I switched it to a safer answer. I hope. For Bill Belichick. Ooh. Because I haven't heard anything about him passing up, like, being on the horizon of oh, I being the all-time most winning coach. Who is the all-time? Uh, I put Landry. All right. So Tom Landry, I think. Uh, well, the reason that I picked this question is that Bill Belichick recently <laughs> went from number four to number three. Okay. Uh, number one is Don Shula. Okay. Mm. Number two, George Hallis. Mm-hmm. Three, Bill Belichick. Four, Tom Landry. Five, Curly Lambeau. John Madden. I think Lambeau would be higher up on the list. John Madden's got to be on the list somewhere towards the bottom. Um, Six is Chuck Knoll. Norris? No. Seven, Marty Schottenheimer. Okay. Eight, Dan Reeves. Nine, Chuck Knox. And ten Andy Reid, which really surprised what? me. But he's been an NFL head coach for a really long time. He just reminds me of a great Eminem verse where he says, "Naughty Rotten Rhymer, cussing at you players worse than Marty Schottenheimer." <laughs> Little fun fact for you. So Tom got how many points there? Twelve, and I got 12. nine. You got nine. John Madden wasn't on the list. Oh, uh, not in the top ten. I don't know how Bill far Belichick. back he was. That surprises me that I haven't heard more about him like approaching the top of the list. That's he why is I really he far. On the list, but way from, down. Like I don't know that he has the longevity in order yeah. to even pass George Hallis. Yeah. Um, but because Don Shula was the head coach for a really, really, really long time. Like they stopped paying him, and he was still coming and just head coaching <laughs> people. All right. So Chris got 69 points in that round, and Tom got 12. Tough round. So, score update. At the end of round six, Tom with 172 and Chris with 119. It is still anybody's game. All right. So our final round, round seven. Show me the money. You may wager up to 50 points on each question. And you will wager before I read each question. So you will wager 50 points, up to 50 points for the first question. And then I'll read the question. And then you'll know whether or not you got the question right or wrong before I go on to the next question, which you'll, you'll give me the wager for the next question. Okay. The theme for the final round is say no to drugs. I have my wager locked in. There's six of these? There's three questions. Oh. Well, this is the final three wagers. Yep. Yes. So this is where I got to go big or go home. Potentially. Or hope that I'd go big and fall on my face. And even if I wagered 50, I would still not be as bad as Ken was at one point when he was negative 50 points. If you again. wagered 50 on every one of... Yeah, no, yeah, you could not be as bad as Ken. Kay. Yeah. Ken, Ken went from 100 to negative 50. He got all three incorrect. Go team, go. All right. Uh, so if late wagers are locked in, I'll read the first question. Okay. This common pain relief drug has also been shown in several studies to decrease empathy. And it is an over-the-counter drug, if that helps. I'm locked in. Over-the-counter drug? Mm-hmm. 
feel like there's only one of two possible answers. Yeah, I think it's only I, I can think of two. There's probably like four. Um, I put ibuprofen. All right. I put Tylenol. Tylenol is correct. It's acetaminophen. Mm-hmm. Bonus point for knowing the actual <laughs> working of the drug or the actual. <laughs> Name of the drug? No, you just get all the points. Question number two. In order to combat the effects of high altitude when playing in a World Cup qualifying round in Bolivia, the Argentinian soccer team used a cocktail of caffeine, Tylenol, and this drug originally designed to treat high blood pressure before being repurposed due to its interesting side effects. Locked in. Me too. I put Viagra. Viagra. I also put Viagra. Viagra. Son of a bitch. I was hoping to get it wrong just in case Chris like wagered more than I did. The final question. If you beat me, Ken's going to be really pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Wager's locked in. I'm locked in. Not yet. Would you say this final question is like an easier question <laughs> or like a little tougher one? I would say yes. <laughs> that it is similar in difficulty as the previous two. All right, locked in. All right. Final question. This drug, more commonly associated with childbirth, has been shown to improve social skills in children with autism. Oh my god. Common name or uh, the, I guess, patent name are both fine. I'm locked in. Can you repeat the question? (laughs) (laughs) This drug more commonly associated with childbirth, has been shown to improve social skills in children with autism. You locked in? Yeah. Okay, before we say the answers, we'll go through what our wagers were on the first questions. Okay. So, on the first question, I wagered 20. I wagered 50. So, that put me at 152 and put you at 169. Okay. Second question, I wagered 20. I wagered 25. So that put me at 172 and put you at 184? No, no, 194. Jeez. So how many points up? Uh, You were up by 20 at that point. Yep. 22, I guess. 22 points. And I wagered 20 on the final one. And what did you wager? I wagered 50 points on my final answer. I went big. Uh, the answer that I put out was epidural. I think that's a procedure, but <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. I was also going that route of an epidural, but put a drug by the name of morphine. Uh, well, neither of you <sighs> are correct. So I lost. Uh, the correct answer is oxytocin. Uh, Pitocin is... For, oh man, for inducing labor. Oh no. It's a close game. It was a close game. Yeah. If I would have wagered zero on the final Oh, wait a second. So it was 194 to 172, is that correct? Yeah. Uh, Minus 50. Oh, wait, 144. Yeah. And one. So 144 to 152. Wow. Should have wagered zero. Winners bet zero. zero. If you bet zero and I got it right, you still would have won. Yeah. On that last question, yeah. Yeah. But that's why we keep the wager secret. I was trying to think of what the uh, inducing drug was. Or if you'd wagered. But I was, I was going time. epidural. I was like, yeah. but then I was like, how would an epidural impact? I'm like, I'm 99% sure it's not epidural, but I'm like, I can't <laughs> think of anything Well, I was, I was just envisioning them giving these kids with autism epidurals. But they actually give it in a nasal spray. Okay. Yeah. The epidural? Uh, no, oxytocin. The kid's legs just go numb. What happens, what happens if you get an autistic person pregnant, then? They just uh, pose problems? Well, <laughs> morally and ethically, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. 
us. So final score, Tom with 152 and Chris with 144. It was a close game. Anything, Jill, you want to say as the host? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. Well, thank you, Chris. Bootlegger will forever haunt me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell Ken that you won just to piss him off, make him listen to the episode. Ugh. Thank you for listening to the Trivia Hot Dish Podcast. The music by the Copy Cuts and by Josh Woodward. Any other music on the podcast played for commentary purposes only. Thank you to our guests and thank you for listening. We'll see you next episode.